3: All I need is the rhythm divine, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble! Spurs lost Arsenal won, and Rashford scored again. It's Monday, 2nd of January. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm David Carledge. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see We start the new year on the Ramble. With a bit of Enrique Iglesias, Jim. Is that who that was? Oh, yes. <laughs> Come on. Always think looking I'd... forward, never
0: backwards. I <laughs> think I doubted you when I saw the intro line. I thought, I'm not sure if he still got it. Oh, I tell you what. What was the
3: best thing he did? Team up with Pitbull that time. Uh... Anyway, it's not Friday, but it will be soon, everybody. Before we get to our highlights of the weekend. Um, As I say, it's a very happy new year to you, all you beautiful buggers. Um, Now, this is always the time we start making resolutions uh, that we might probably won't stick to as we start the new year. Well, you can listen to our resolutions for football in our guide to improving football in 2023. Uh, That episode came out last week, so find that below this very episode in your podcast app and listen in.
0: And what was what were some of the things to improve? Because I wasn't on that show. Mm. What did you guys <clears throat> talk about? Um, yeah, Multi ball, probably. Yeah, all that. Was Pete kind of on stuff. the
3: show? Uh, I think
4: he
0: was. if okay, yeah. I let, remember correctly. Just getting rid Pete. of indirect free kicks. Yes,
4: nice. that was you, Jim Campbell.
3: Mm-hmm. You miserable. Sausage. I think i
0: was actually thinking about it. Maybe I was on the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you were. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was actually. Yeah, I think I was. He was. He yeah. Yeah, yeah. So had some amazing ideas.
3: You did, and one of them was
0: um, getting David Cartledge more punditry work.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, he, about that, yeah. well, here he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the big revelation is he doesn't mind being called Dave, everybody. No.
5: Yeah, but not Davey. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You shouldn't have said <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs>
5: you have uh, met me
0: before, haven't you, Dave? yeah. Davey? <laughs> 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 um, gentlemen,
3: we had some very lovely uh, Premier League action over the weekend, of course. And I yeah. want to start with you, Luke Moore. What was your highlight
0: of the weekend? My highlight of the weekend was cast your um, minds back to at the time of recording yesterday, Sunday's um, Sky Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, broadcast, yes. presentation uh-huh. of the football to the to the watching public. Yes. And um, halfway through the day's proceedings, I think it was David Jones, mm-hmm. Davy Jones, yeah. <laughs> uh, had to um, plug The Last of Us, which is a TV series mm-hmm. converted from a very fucking good, actually, um, yeah. video game series. Uh, and it's, you know, it's out on Sky now or whatever, and he had to do his little <laughs> throw to it. Mm-hmm. And um, Jamie Redknapp kind of did his bit and said, oh, yeah, you know, it looks good. I've got. I'm up for a new box set or whatever.
3: Lovely little box set.
0: Yeah, it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And Graham Souness's face was what could only be described because The Last of Us is basically, essentially based on the post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. And I, I, seeing Graham Souness's face while this happened yeah. made it very easy to envisage what a post-apocalyptic world would look like yeah, <laughs> because he looked like exactly the same as he looked like when Richard Keyes disgraced himself, mm. and he was like, "What's happening here? Yes. <laughs> what is going on? Why am I a part of this?" Uh, <laughs> So that's Easy. my highlight: is Graham Sooness's amazing outfit, uh-huh. angry face, uh-huh. and I thought some things are going to remain the same in 2023.
5: You've you've sold The Last of Us really well though. Are you, are, you, yeah. are you after the sky bug? I, I'm up for it, definitely. Right. I'm up for it. Yeah. I, I, the um the um the video game is brilliant.
0: Um, so I reckon the TV show might be worth it. It's got. I think it might even have Oscar Isaacs in it as well. He's good. Mm.
3: Well, how about that, everybody? Mm. What a start! Uh, David, your Uh, highlight of the weekend?
0: Mine was the. the It can
3: be more football focused and briefer than that. I don't feel like it
5: has to be. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not plugging anything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Mine was the battle that no one asked for, but Mm. we got. It was Ben Godfrey versus Erling Haaland. Yeah, that was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. Proper pantomime. Yeah, yeah, there were real shades of kind of Diego Costa versus Sergio Ramos esque shithousery and just Mm -hmm. back and forth going on. And I think probably the highlight was. Godfrey just absolutely crashing in mm. to Haaland Haaland <laughs> getting straight up and then whipping the crowd up and celebrating <laughs> celebrating he got yeah, fouled yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was remarkable so hopefully uh, we get a bit more of that
3: so who do you think got the because obviously Haaland scored but, the, but Everton got a very very good point Honestly, who do you even? think got, a,
5: got the better of, of that particular duel oh, I think Haaland do you think yeah yeah come on if he scores on the net he gets the better of it yeah
3: well, I don't know. Mbappe's put four past him with Martinez and uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel that Martinez had the last so yeah. yeah. It's the last word on that
5: one. There was one
0: <laughs> bit in that battle between them where Haaland was doing like a face like he was like his mum was turning him off. Yeah. yeah, he's like he was yeah, like, yeah. and he was mouthing it behind the scenes. Like yeah. it was like completely, actually quite weird. Yeah, and him celebrating getting fouled by Godfrey was a bit like, yeah, you're in his head, mate. He's, it's a reminder yeah. that he's
4: quite young, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly like when Andy told us the time when um, after his Champions League debut or something, he probably scored a hat trick or something and he was driving home and he got caught at the lights by a journalist who was pulled up next to him and he had the the Champions League ball Mm. in his lap and he was singing the Champions League (laughs) theme (laughs) tune on the stereo.
3: Loves it. Great character. I just think at the end of the match, when you trot off the field, who's the happier? And I think it would have been Godfrey.
5: Yeah, I suppose with that result. It probably yeah. would be, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably, in the yeah. context
3: of the result, in the wider context, probably Harlan because he's playing for Man City. Yeah, But there we are. Yeah. Jim, your highlight. That was actually in the same
4: game. It Ooh. was Damari Gray touching grass before yeah. launching his rocket into the top corner. It <laughs> yeah. just looked really weird. And yeah. I, 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 I presume he just slipped up, but it looked deliberate, mm. didn't it? Yeah. It's like, what's this new technique?
0: <laughs>
3: <Just bamboozled laughs> everybody. It? All the kids are doing it at the parking yeah, park. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Was it a bit, uh, is it Aussie rules or something when they kind of kneel down before they do something? Oh, a Mark. Yeah.
0: Catch the catch ball in the market.
3: Is that, or that right? Maybe they maybe doing that, yeah, uh, and then he whipped it. What a goal, Jim Campbell, wasn't it? Your goal he's... of the month? Uh Yeah, why not? Yeah. Got second, it second, isn't it? <laughs> 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 I
0: have to think of a better one than that.
3: It was on Match of the Day too. It was in there. True. Solly March might have other ideas, though. He may, um, but yeah, beautiful goal, great point for Everton. My highlight of the weekend was uh, Joao Palhinha's performance for Fulham. Yeah, he, he's been brilliant. He has been brilliant. He was in my uh, team of uh, uh, of twenty twenty two. Um, of which uh, I, I got a lot, of, a lot stick of stick for. Yeah,
0: it seems to happen a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's do a it...
3: lot of people who don't understand football. <laughs> <laughs> uh. do
0: getting getting Marcus Speller to do elevens and put them on social media is a surefire way to get a lot of traction. Oh yeah, because you you don't think about the game the same as other people do. I, just, I I'm I, I'm a bit of an old romantic at heart. I think. Yeah, I, I think like so. to just
3: I, I I'm a bit like I get. Let's give everyone a go.
0: Because I, I, I had a little pop over the weekend about people doing clickbait stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it was Robbie from like AFTV yeah. who said something ridiculous about Kevin De Bruyne. And I took the bait oh, cause yeah. I had like a spare five minutes. Yeah. And um, people were like, oh, yeah, you know, well, you do clickbait stuff. Um, look at Marcus's team of the, team of the year. <laughs> really? And then someone else replied saying, "And oh, he thinks Sven should be the England manager. I said, it's not clickbait. He genuinely <laughs> believes that. Like You can't call it clickbait if the man's got a firmly held opinion.
3: Yeah but do you respect the Arsenal fan TV <laughs> no I right, don't okay. <laughs> Jim does <laughs> no. yeah, Jim is the subscriber but yeah. yeah no but Poligni's been phenomenal he's been one of the signings of the season throughout in, in the whole are league. you
5: speaking directly to the people who criticise you here
3: well I'm now speaking to David who nodded when I, I said that I completely agree yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think he's been one
5: of the best signings by far yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with him being on your team of the year next yeah. time
3: back me up on Twitter Dan Yeah, mate. I will do sorry I, I didn't see that
5: Davy Cartlidge is a pie is <laughs> it
0: <so. laughs>
3: But he's been phenomenal, and he got the winning goal as well. Yeah. So there we are, up yours, everybody. Right, let's go <laughs> to uh, some some. Uh, let's go to some North London action where Tottenham Hotspur were at home, and uh, they lost two 0 to Aston Villa. The pressure at Spurs, the opposite of a highlight
0: the... <laughs> for anyone who watched that.
3: Ah, oh, dearie me, they were booed off at the final whistle. Some angry chants directed towards Daniel Levy. After the game, Conte said the fans deserve the best. Yeah, which um, it's quite a bold statement if you think about it. Maybe to stay fifth is the best. Uh, maybe sixth, seventh, fifth, or fourth is the best. <laughs> uh, we did a miracle. Trust me, to become title contenders here you need a solid foundation 14 to 15 strong quality players then you add two players for 60 million 70 million players to improve the level of your team every season so you need time so is it, who at Tottenham Hotspur there won't be disrespected by that I think it's a bold the fans, move the fans the players
0: yeah. it's a really bold move to get like a malfunctioning
5: AI to the post-match <laughs> <laughs> that, that's <laughs> what that sounds like that quote is a who said that who was a Mourinho it's astonishing,
3: astonishing yeah. Yeah. it really is quite something isn't it and uh, you know
5: it's getting
0: really you know it's getting bad at Spurs when the fans start to criticise Daniel Levy. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> In a God. It never happens. No. It never
0: happens every single game. But what do you there.
3: think, Jim, what do you think Conte's comments there? Because when a manager starts saying, well, at the moment, you know, maybe fifth is better. I mean, he suggested there, maybe I understand the heat at the moment is... It, it, it's a, it's a, it's an awful defeat. But I mean, maybe 6th, 7th. I mean, he, surely he must think finish higher than 7th. It's a really strange tactic, isn't
4: it? I, spe- I, I can only assume he's trying to goad Levy into giving him some money in January because he is saying in a roundabout way, yeah. well, what do you expect? We're not that good. Yeah. We're just <laughs> fundamentally not that yeah. good as an institution. Well, I, I mean, uh, I, it's like, I mean, is he, is what do- on earth does he expect to come from that? That's he, what's fascinating to me about
5: he's it. He's doing a bit of a Harry Redknapp when he used yes. to nopper a striker yeah, on yeah, the yeah, bench, you yeah. know, just like, eh. Extra keeper, a, yeah, yeah. yeah, do that exactly. at Portsmouth all the time. Yeah. Extra keeping, yeah. you never heard of on the bench. Well, That's...
3: Harry Redknapp used to say about Spurs well, when he was there. Well, they've never had it so good down here, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Now well, Conti's not going quite that far, but then, but when he says about a six, seven, they have. yeah, well, but when they, when he when he talks about those those places in the league, and I don't get too bogged down by that. But obviously, Arsenal having a great season, Manchester City, and um, Newcastle have surprised people a little bit, being third. Manchester United are fourth, Tottenham are fifth. But then you have Liverpool behind them. The highest-placed West London club, of course, is Fulham, who are seventh.
0: Important to make that clear. And I mean,
3: and, yeah. and Chelsea um, are languishing behind on goal difference with a game in hand and eighth. Now, actually, if you think about it, Liverpool <laughs> and Chelsea, obviously Chelsea having a, a bad time, maybe Conte is right to say, actually, if Spurs finish fourth, it would be a good season, but fifth, sixth, seventh. Well,
0: I think that is, I think that is right. I th- so, I think... so we joke about it, but actually, he's probably got a fair point there. So I, there's a couple of things. Um, I would say that, you know... Whether it's boring or not, we have to kind of mention the idea that it's not really a level playing field in the Premier League at the moment. You mentioned Newcastle there; mm. they're, cl- they're, they're now a club that's owned by a state and is richer than God. Man City are richer than God. Chelsea have always had that kind of advantage as well. Mm. Um, what's not helping Arsenal is the fact that sorry Spurs is that Arsenal are are, are kind of owned in the, in a semi semi kind of traditional way, I suppose, when compared to those st- golf states owning clubs. Um, and they're top of the league, but it's very, very difficult for them to compete. And you can see Conte's frustration. He's always going to be like that. It was always going to be a loggerhead thing, the same yeah. way that Dave mentioned earlier about Jose Mourinho coming against a philosophy, mm-hmm. the, the way that the Enic and Daniel Levy um, has run has run Spurs. What I would say is this: the fans being impatient. Although I had a little bit of a dig at them earlier, um, and I personally find it quite entertaining because it's you know <laughs> funny seeing people get angry about things. Um, which is basically what makes the world go round these days, um, <laughs> is that they have been promised by, by Levy quite a lot of shit. Like, I mean, I was at the first game at the new stadium. Yeah. And for months and months beforehand, he was like, well, when we get this new stadium, we're going to be able to compete mm-hmm. with the big clubs. It's going to be all about this. Mm-hmm. We're a London club. We can attract these players. We can do this. We can do that. And it's basically just not happening. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if I was a Spurs fan, I was told all that stuff in the lead up to the new stadium. And I saw that squad yesterday, which basically looking at the bench, you know, don't want to be disrespectful, was a bit of a joke, really. Um, there's no one on the bench that can affect the game they're having to start when they've got a couple of injuries they're having to start with someone like Brian Hill who no one has ever screamed more I'll be subbed off after an hour than Brian Hill which is exactly what happened after mm. he couldn't affect the game in any way at all Um I can understand the frustration if they're not careful. They're going to massively drift, massively, mm-hmm. and there's just too much other quality around in the league.
4: It's easy to forget as well that they had the best ever start to a Premier League season that they've had, mm-hmm. and the, the the slip has been has been really surprising. Because from an outsider looking in, what's what's always surprises me in a situation like this, and it's you know, it's really prevalent at Spurs at the moment, is how anxious it all seems. Yeah, it seems like no one there's having a good time. No one dare you say so it. Do they mean? don't. They don't really know how to build on successes because there's always another anxiety around the corner that's getting in their heads it's like Arsenal two years ago
0: the stadium yeah. was like Arsenal two years ago the Spurs fans used to glory in the mm-hmm. fact that Arsenal fans were just waiting for a mistake to happen at the Emirates mm-hmm. so they yeah. could get on the team's back exactly the same but, but at Spurs', Spurs
5: investment over the summer was actually quite good Yeah, the Spurs fans but it's just the nature of fans fickle I- Honestly, to a man, Spurs fans were delighted with their business over the summer. Yeah, but they, they were, were saying, "Look, we've got him, We've got some experience in. We've also got a, mm-hmm. a flashy sign in Richarlison yep. as well." And it was all quite exciting. It was always like we're going to move forward here. And obviously, but there's been a few factors as well. Luke mentioned a few, and I think look, um, when you one of your best players hasn't turned up all season mm-hmm. in Son. yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah been he a big he's drop fell off actually. badly. Um they've had a few injuries as well and clearly there's, the the stats are out there about how different they play with and without Kallevski as well. Yeah. He's a big factor well, he's a and he's been player. missing so. But, but, he, yeah, he, I mean uh, we could,
3: I mean Kulisovsky and Richarlison missing from that team is is huge. But what it, but it is, Jim, but I mean they should have enough to get past say Aston Villa, no disrespect to Villa under Emery. Uh, yeah, no, Emery, sorry. Um they've they've improved. But again, looking at the Spurs squad and some of the players they have, are Manchester United much better than them and Newcastle much better than them. You know, our Arsenal are much better than... them, And, and, and Conte, we, we speak about him being a sort of a winner, you know, what he's done previously in his career. How much of the blame does Conte
5: take for what's going on, I think, David? I think he takes some of course. Mm. I think, you know, I think his particular style of management and how he operates it, it does end up burning out and I'm, I'm not saying it's actually burnt out and then that's it and Conte is done at Spurs yeah. I think he can reignite the team and I think players will come back but a key thing is going to be say this is how you judge how good Conte is He's going. To, his job is to get Son back on form Yeah. his job is to make sure the team can play well without Kolevsky, for instance mm-hmm. that's why he gets paid to solve those issues yeah I did, I did at one
3: point Son Heung-min, did throw his protective mask to the ground mm. during the game and I thought is this the moment he suddenly becomes, <laughs> yeah. become Oh it's son again? Right here yeah. he is. But behind no, the mask behind happen. the mask Cristiano Ronaldo Yeah, it didn't quite happen. You know, he's thirty son.
0: Yeah.
5: No, I was like, he's, he's playing like he's thirty-eight as well. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I yeah. was quite. I just thought he'd be but, twenty-five but, forever.
0: But you look at you. You say, "Oh, may not that much better." At Arsenal much better. I mean, look at the team they played yesterday, Spurs. Mm. I mean, there's, Villa were decent and they were really kind of at it and yeah. they worked really hard. They lived from the front. I thought very what? pragmatic. Yeah, but Watkins. I mean, that, and that's that's Emery. All yeah, over, yeah, of course.
5: Yeah, I know. But, uh, but
0: Watkins really led from the front and he basically made that first goal happen. And it's an immense credit to them. And they they played really well, uh, and they should be excited about what's coming. I think Aston Villa because they've definitely been less than the sum of their parts under Gerard. They've got a lot of good players. Yeah. But, but, but if you look at the first eleven marks, I mean I mentioned the bench earlier, the first eleven at Spurs, Loris I, mean, I wouldn't go quite as far as Graham Sunez did but Loris isn't an improving goalkeeper. Ben Davis hasn't been good enough at Spurs for ages long lay the jury's out on steel Romero's probably their only really good defender and he's I think. probably
5: still hung on there I was yeah, going to say yeah. I was surprised
0: um, to see him play Pesuma's so, not hit the ground running since he's come in mm-hmm. uh, although he showed a lot of promise Matt Doherty's not been good enough for ages you talked about Son um, mm. being way under form Brian Hill's not really ever shown that he can make it in the yeah. Premier League that's over half their team yeah. and then you, that's before you even mentioned the bench in which they've got not really a single player who can come on and affect the game positively well this
3: is what Conte's saying so a, couple that's why of, he's frustrated. a couple of injuries as Jim says and, and suddenly you think oh actually uh, uh, who, who, who's in there and um, speaking of those uh, who, Argentinian players who, who did make it back to the Premier League Emi Martinez um, presumably his hangover was so bad that he only made the bench I was surprised he, I, he, he was there to be quite yeah. frank um, I'm surprised
0: anyone's seen him ever again I was about to
3: say <laughs> he's still hanging from the Nobelist or something. Job, in at, the, job at, at FIFA,
0: surely. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you think he suffers from the fear,
0: Emi Martinez? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I go Over the top. I enjoyed the fact that they asked. the ask look silly. Hangovers are a lot more psychological. I enjoyed the fact that Aston official Twitter feed was standing in the carpet waiting for him to turn up filming it.
3: His <laughs> class. Yeah he was very subdued when he turned up but then as as uh, as someone said on uh, Twitter he's got the vibe of a man who's woken up on early Sunday afternoon He's popped down to the Sainsbury's downstairs to get a uh, frozen pizza oven chips and a bottle yeah. of Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed yeah um, word on Aston Villa though you we, we said obviously they, we expect them to improve under Unai Emery and they have there's absolutely no doubt about that all they need to do to guarantee themselves a trophy is just clinch a Europa League spot, yeah. and then it's there. Then it's done. <laughs> that's all, it, all they need to do. But it's obviously quite tricky because there is some, some decent teams in the Premier League at the top. Who would have thought? But I've just a mention for um, uh, uh, the, the John McGinn's pass and Douglas uh, Luiz's finish for the second goal. Bloody delight! Great
0: run, you. great pass, great you, finish. Ah, oh, just
3: yep. just delicious stuff. And that's the kind of thing that gets fans going. A bit of quality. You suddenly think, well, hang on, here we go, you know, because they've they've got some good players under Gerard. Yeah. You looked at that that starting eleven and one or two of the players, Dave, and you thought, actually, they've they they look
5: yeah, they're I think, all right. I think there was two instances where you can clearly see they've got a brand new manager and things are heading the right direction. That was hmm. one of them because it shows that you're working on your combination play in training. And I uh-huh. also noticed behind the ball as well. I think they were playing six-two-two at one point, so that it was done. very very organised, very pragmatic. Yeah. Sure it up typical <laughs> typical Emery, yeah new manager just starting out at the back and gradually building Yeah. Um. so I think it's all possible. so there. you're
3: saying we talk about a back four part of the bus you're saying he's a back six yeah. for a couple <laughs> of full backs each side yeah. and you're away yeah. Yeah. He, he overlapping he runs Jobs are good.
0: <laughs> I, like I also think they got a chance to build up a real head of steam because they've got Wolves at home, Leeds at home, away at Southampton who are obviously awful and they've got Leicester at home. They could build up a real yeah, head of steam and they're already mid-table for that. People talk about yep. them. They're a team who's just fired their manager for not being good enough and you think, oh, but they're right down there. They're not. They're in mid-table anyway. Yeah.
3: There's
5: 10 points there. Big Quite Big well, they,
3: as I say, should be looking up the table and uh, mm. they, they may well be hoping for a top half finish with the way they're going. Who knows? Um, West Ham nil, Brentford two is where we go now, gentlemen. Uh, speaking of sides in the top half, Brentford are there. They're 10th. Diggs um, are uh, unbeaten in their last five, uh, winning uh, a couple of games and um, a great result for them. But another damning result for, for West Ham United who have lost five in a row in the Premier League. The who's, the who's,
0: more, who's more miserable at the moment, David Moyes or Antonio Conte? Moyes does, Moyes does a whole new category of misery. Doesn't <laughs>
3: no, Moyes is miserable as Conte is angry and furious. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. So, so subtly different, of course.
0: Although actually,
4: Conte seems a bit calmer now, doesn't he? There's a despondency there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like there's nothing I can do, so I'm yeah, angry yeah.
3: about it. Mo- you, Moise, you, you saw you, that. I mean, what, what would you do? <laughs> yeah. Jim, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you look like you're relishing that despondency. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> Moyes is Moise. under huge pressure. Now.
0: And he never looked happy when they were doing well.
3: No. Never no. looked happy. Can it get better than this? <laughs> is, is the question. But, but look, he is under a bit of pressure now. Now, Alan Shearer said on match of the day well it's it's ridiculous you know he's he's basically got enough in the bank with with West Ham that that uh, that they should give him time and, and so on and so forth. Oh, That'd
0: be great comfort that would be a great comfort in the championship uh, that.
3: In- <laughs> Indeed, but you know here we are at, at, at just about halfway mark in the season and they are on the same points as Nottingham Forest.
0: No one's lost more games than them in the Premier League which is mad to think of. They are yeah. talking I mean, about West Ham. Yeah, yeah.
4: F- 5 in a row, mm-hmm. 17th. It, I mean
0: He's quietly comments. gone
4: about like having a pretty terrible time.
0: His post-match comments were crazy as well. Yeah, like, in complete denial. It was almost like he. It was almost like he was being deliberately like awkward. Yeah, well,
4: yeah. For, for,
3: for people who, who didn't hear it, he said we played really well in the first half and played well in the second half as well. We got sucker punched with a couple of throw-ins in the first half, so we're disappointed with that. Obviously, we played well, but just didn't have enough quality in the final third. I mean, when he said sucker punch, I mean there were basic goals. Yeah. Really basic stuff. And to say we played well, it was like, but you're
5: 2-0 down at half-time and never really looked like they were going to get it back. Everyone's looking at the five losses, but they've been bad for a long, long time. They have. Going back towards the end of last season. There was yeah. a lot of people, honestly, at the start of the World Cup, they should have got rid of them then. And do you could think got, you, could, you, you you'd yes, go that far? They, yeah, you could have okay. got a new man in. You had a whole month for him to embed his ideas. West Ham didn't have that many players away at the World Cup. Yep. I think that's what that would have been the right thing to do. I think it's really late now and toxicity sets mm. in. And they mm. could then get him back ahead of the next season.
0: Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Ivan Tony for doing the hammer side oh, oh, he,
5: yeah, yeah. he
3: loves yeah. it, that man, doesn't yeah. he? Brilliant. Brilliant. He absolutely loves it, old Tony. I can't
0: say what I want to say now. It's a joke. But if you're listening at home, imagine the joke I would have made now, but I can't.
3: And that's how your comedy works, Luke. what <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, else didn't work.
3: <laughs> imagine if I said something really funny. You're yeah. laughing now, aren't you? <laughs>
1: um,
3: get on the stage, man. But yeah, it was. I mean, Ivan Tony himself was carried off on the pitch uh, off the pitch rather on a stretcher um, but it turned out to be not as bad as first field because he could even play against Liverpool tonight mm. he just yeah unbelievable okay. so much great. Tony's having a great time though. I mean he just well, I think what I what is the most impressive thing about Tony is it doesn't seem to matter who the opposition are Yeah, he seems to raise it every time we saw that against Manchester just before the World Cup he doesn't matter he's not a flat track bully because you think he could be that type of player but but he's he's excellent, David. You know,
5: he's scoring goals and he doesn't look like he's going to stop anytime soon. He's very versatile and when he isn't scoring goals, he's also contributing as well. Yeah. He, he does not stop. He doesn't have many bad games, Antony. Yeah. He always contributes in some way. He always grafts. Mm. He's a really, really hard worker. Followed in the footsteps of uh, Ollie Watkins, who was exactly the same, who we replaced, of course. And yeah. they both... Brentford like that type of striker who can contribute all across the field and, and Tony does it absolutely brilliant yeah, um,
0: Shout out to Aaron, Aaron Cresswell who had his basically his career ended by Josh De Silva as well That Terrible start to the year that in about five yards on him I was I was like got <laughs>
3: completely blitzed <laughs> When I saw that I thought I knew De Silva was quick I didn't realise he was that quick and then I thought I mean, I knew Cresswell wasn't particularly pacey, but it was nah. a combo of the two, but I was think. Like,
0: it was like me running for the bus in the morning and all the school kids <laughs> <laughs> just go flying past you, like in that scene in Jurassic Park where yeah. the dinosaurs go past them. <laughs> it's basically like that. If I was Aaron Cresswell, mm. I would have carried on running down the tunnel, yep. done the hamstring sign and the substitute <laughs> sign and no. said... A transfer request. <laughs> <laughs> they would have forgotten about this next week. <laughs> if David Boys gets sat, no one will remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Lovely composed finish for him to see over Exactly, yeah. Give him he was credit. full of
0: confidence running past Cresswell like yeah. that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, Brentford themselves, though, they, as I say, they're 10th having a good time. And uh, I just, they are one of those kind of, they are a mainstay in the Premier League now. How do you
0: know they're having a good time? You the tenth. That's that's a fact. How yeah. do you know they're having a good time? Because be. I,
3: I look at the body language. I look at the <laughs> celebrations. I look at Thomas Frank. Yeah, and uh and they they, they, love, I do, they are a mainstay in the it's, Premier League. It's
5: been said a million times before, but they are a very well-run club. Yes, off the field and on the field as well. Exactly. Frank is an incredible organizer, mm-hmm. and they never seem to panic, even when they had a little rut as well. Um, they, would, they were still calm that they would get out of it as well yeah. players came back and maybe they'll get a few players in January as well yeah. hopefully not Ross Stewart from Sunderland so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dave if, if, um, if someone went missing from a rural Danish village mm-hmm. and you had to get someone to solve the case Thomas Frank would be right up there
5: absolutely yeah. right um, up there mm. he's got
0: the intensity he's got yep. the organisation yeah. he's got the work rate the discipline mm-hmm. he could definitely crack it it would be and, and, um, such
5: a he, sex appeal I would go as far to say I'll, you have done it yeah. would be his Daniel Craig you know knives out arc yeah, you yeah, think? I can, ben, yeah, Benoit yeah. Blanc. I yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Except in quarter zips from Marks and Spencer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and you're talking. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The older I get, the more I, as I walk past Marks and Spencer, I go, oh well, maybe I'll just have a yeah. little look. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, but Brentford—they are tenth, meaning all the West London clubs are in the top half of the Premier League. Something to be happy about. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break.
6: I know about the B-team, I know some of the players, they have been training with me, uh, Dos 3, 4 uh, times. Welcome back to the Football
3: Ramble, everybody. Um, That, of course, was when David Moyes was at Sunderland. Um...
0: (laughs) Speaking perfect Spanish, which did alienate a lot of the Sunderland fans, didn't it? The fact that he kept speaking in perfect Spanish all the time. Absolutely right, yeah. Mm.
3: Uh, I've talked much about West London. Let's talk about North London a little bit more, Jim. Arsenal, they're top of the league. Easy peasy. They beat Brighton 4-2 at the Amex. They are seven points clear at the top of the league after Manchester City drew one all with Everton, of course. Um, do you want the league titles, titles uh, winner's medal now Jim or do you want to wait if that's you won't get within a medal. your power then yeah I'd absolutely <laughs> you won't get that. a medal Jim you've done nothing towards you know, it I don't believe so but you never yeah. know hasn't he
4: season's, the season's you know Surprisingly early in, isn't it? There's a yeah. lot of football still to go. Maybe I can contribute enough.
3: I mean, a few, a number of weeks ago, obviously, I was saying, Oh, it's happening? in the top of the league, and you were going, No, no, no. Whereas now you look like, look, you're very calm. You've one I'll, hand on the trophy. I will admit it has crossed my
4: mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one hand on the trophy. That's yeah. 16 yeah, I know,
4: exactly. This is it. Six, 16 games. It feels like we've played a lot more games than we actually have. There's yeah. a lot of football still to come. Mm-hmm. And I think. Obviously, Arsenal will have to try and keep this up and and take each game as they can. I I think almost look look at it a little bit like Leicester did that time. Just kind of keep it calm, keep it measured. the house is in order now at the Emirates, which makes that sort of stuff a lot easier. But as has been said many, many times, it's the depth of City that is something they're up against, isn't it? So I think actually this window becomes really, really important because mm. if you get injuries to key players, then it, it can it, it can spiral. So, so Would
3: you like Arsenal to, uh, to, to sign one or two more in the
4: window? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, think, that, that, I think. And where, where do you think they should strengthen? <laughs> well, I think that they're very clearly going, going in very hard for McCullough and Mudrick and they absolutely need a bit of cover on the flank because Saka and Martinelli are basically playing all of every game at the moment and they're both and I think phenomenal. They, they have I think they need midfield cover as well they need someone who can essentially fill in for party mm-hmm. because um there's a huge drop-off between him and El Neni or, or whoever comes in in this place. I mean, there's talk that Zinchenko might play there in, in, in his absence, well, but yeah. we've, we've not actually seen it from my from memory.
3: So mm. we'll, we'll see. But I, I think that there needs to be some but, a few more bodies come in. Well, it's true. Good I, ones too. I, I, indeed. No, and I, and I absolutely take your points. But I think, David, when you have the team playing like that and such a happy squad by the looks of things, you think, well, actually, if someone was to kind of come in, are they going to be Tino Espria? <laughs> no, no, I quite the opposite. I think they're... they're <laughs> Their levels would be raised. Although I I do agree with what you are saying, but one lad who's definitely done it is Eddie Ketty, He scored
5: again he, against against Brighton. I think he's had a lot of criticism, a lot of pressure put on him as well. Yeah. Um. But he's handling it really well. He's constantly talked about. Oh, he, he should go out on loan. He's he's not Arsenal quality, but he seems to be handling it really really well. And as long as he's continue to do this, yeah. And I mean, it's interesting because he, he can look pretty bad at times, but he does just pop up with a goal and he's yeah, in the right place and right time. He's, he's,
4: a, he's a funny one as well because. I think people do have concerns that there's a drop off in quality from from Jesus to him, which is, you know, they're very very different styles of play. It's, you know, it's. it's always going to happen, I suppose. But also, everyone really likes him as well. Everyone's sort of really behind him, so it's not it's not the case where it's just like, oh, this guy's no good. Everyone's sort of rooting for him. And I think part of that is the good feeling around the club in general. And so far, he's he's been
3: delivering. So, yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, that goal against was at West Ham, where they rolled, turned the defender, rolled. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that roll. was brilliant. brilliant, brilliant, absolutely superb stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was a good win against Brighton, despite a little bit of a shake at the a little warble at yeah. the end, of course. Uh, but my, my, uh, Mikel Arteta played it all down and. and Title race down and so on by saying uh, that the lead means nothing if they slip up, which um, is just factual, Mm, isn't
0: it? But I thought one of the most indicative things about the game is obviously Brighton are a good team.
4: Mm. Well, missing Alexis McAllister and Moises Caicedo in the middle, which is yeah, it's a nice time to play them. Yeah, (laughs) it is.
0: But but as soon as Brighton scored that goal, which turned it into into a kind of bit more of an affair. Martin only went straight up the other end and scored. And yeah. it was like, no, we're not having fun.
4: I was done that loads of Yeah, season. exactly. It's been really good. I was about yeah.
0: to say, that's almost like it seems like it's Arsenal's special move at the moment, mm. where it used to be the opposite, right? Yes. So it's quite an interesting turnaround, I would yeah. say.
5: Yeah, Martin Odegaard as well. He's oh, been, been brilliant. He's been one of on the, the
0: players of the season. I was about to
5: say, um, good time for Norwegians right now. The, yeah. The two best players in the Premier League are. Norwegian yeah, yeah and, no, and
0: they haven't had to play in the World Cup so they're fresh as well yeah.
5: there we are you see um, uh, yeah so Arsenal they are top of the league and, and
3: they're having a lovely old time um, Arsene Wenger was at uh, the Emirates I think was it the first time since he left the club yeah, against it was. West Ham and
4: I think that was dealt with really well actually as well because there was no big fanfare made about it before the game I don't mm. think the players actually knew about it it was just it was just done in the in most kind of on unshowy, non-flash way, and it's yeah. you know it's it's good because you, the the problem that Man United had obviously is, is Alex yeah. Ferguson being there seemed to become a bit of a problem mm-hmm. through no fault of Alex Ferguson's, but it was you know it became a bit of a sideshow, and I, I think it's been well handled actually.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely d- been well handled because it's, a lot of his ideas these days are mad. Yes, yes. and so people are like, you're not having any meetings. Yeah. No. There's no time for a meeting. Yep. You can yeah. come, you can watch the game, mm-hmm. and we will give you the respect. But we don't want you to make a statement or have a meeting. Well, he did say that he, he... fifteen aside before you know it,
2: <laughs> two-hour-long games.
3: He did say that uh, he was desperate to sign uh, Martin Odegaard in 2014 before he joined Real Madrid, and I felt of that course was a, he did. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I felt that was a bit like. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. in a way, I'm ha- I've had a hand in this. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm partly responsible. Yeah, you know what you mentioned with Ferguson. You know how Ferguson and Eric Cantona apparently tried to to twist Jude Bellingham's arm to South Wales oh, really? United right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal, why don't Arsenal deploy Big Veng and, I don't know, Thierry Henry to do that? Mm, Good question. question. Maybe they are doing that. Yeah, perhaps.
0: Is there a chance it could, because Arsenal Wenger will do experiments on them? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they, when he first joined the Premier League there was always chat that he looked a bit like a scientist. Do you think yeah. he's fully kind of...
0: Well, he looked great in a lab coat. A lot of that came from yeah. like people like a Ray long
3: puffer jacket lab coat. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, A lot of that came from like people like Ray Parler saying like he, he wouldn't let him eat chips anymore and stuff yeah. like that. He's mm. like a bad scientist. <laughs> 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 Stop eating chips, you know. Yeah. What is this alchemy? <laughs> Diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I have five bits, none. Yeah. Four, none. <laughs> Can I have
3: three bit, none. Should we settle on two and a half, gaffer? There's right. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's mad. This one,
3: yeah. <laughs> Oh dear got to love a bit of Ray
0: It's a Jägermeister It's not a beer (laughs) It's a herbal remedy
3: (laughs) Oh dear But uh, Of course January Is upon us Jim It's a crucial time Um, And Arsenal uh, They're playing Newcastle Yep Third place Newcastle Both very stingy defences Mm. So we shall see how that, and then of course they've got Spurs and Manchester United. Yeah, this Manchester, Manchester at the end of the month as well. Right enough. So this is this is really crucial tricky stuff. period. And Manchester United, the only side in the league to have beaten Arsenal yes. uh, this season. So this is, yeah, this this could define the season. Absolutely, I think the Newcastle game is an interesting one as well because
4: what's kind of fascinating about watching them play is you get the sense that they haven't quite discovered how good they are yet you know what Mm -hmm. I mean they don't know where their ceiling is and they are having the absolute time of their lives figuring that out so they've got so much momentum that that's um, it's quite a rare thing to face isn't it Mm. Like like the confidence they have looks like it makes them probably
0: about 15% Fifteen percent better. If you know, well, it it's does. a crude way of Is calculating, It's worth hearing it, but... from David about how good Newcastle. Well, are I was
3: going to bring him in <laughs> in a sec, no. Sunderland <laughs> fan um, Davy Cartilage, <laughs> but, uh, but Newcastle though, like I don't, you mentioned earlier, obviously the, the money they have and so on, and what we think about the owners and, and whatnot, we've, we've said and very much still believe. However, talking about football and the transfers, they've spent very very well, and they've not actually spent. As much as perhaps people would think, because you think, oh, well, they've, mm. they're owned by a, a, an oil-rich state and so on. But actually, in terms of just the finances, it's been very impressive. And what Howe's done and is doing with that team is incredibly impressive as well. This is not a case of, oh, well, of course, they've got the best three players in the world playing, they've all parachuted them in and blah, blah, blah. That's not the way it's
5: going. No, absolutely not. I mean, it just goes to show how much kind of the media knows about situations like this. Because remember when the money came in mm-hmm. and people were creating Newcastle's potential eleven yeah. and had Mbappe up there and whoever right. like that. They, they were clearly putting. Mm. Pieces. wouldn't get ahead of it, Yeah, yeah, of course wouldn't. They were clearly putting pieces in place behind the scenes in terms of sporting directors, in terms mm-hmm. of scouts, in terms of yeah. such, um, to get a nice, sensible, mm-hmm. you know, consistency going in terms of their transfers. And they made some really, really smart deals. Trippier, I mean, what a signing! Just yeah. absolutely magnificent captain now, just really steady, sensible. And I'm sure in time they will gradually buy an upcoming young star from Brazil. I'm sure they'll try and you know compete for a particular type of players on the market, say an Enzo Fernandez or somebody well, like they're that. If they
3: finish in you know? the Champions League, they've got, they're have
5: they away. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think even then, they will still be very sensible. They've mm-hmm. got a type of player that they mm. put in place first in terms of like experience, such as Trippier. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got some young players as well. Don't forget, they haven't had uh, their record signing, Isaac. Yeah. He hasn't been playing. That's he, right. He's barely played. Yeah, So he, they've still got him to yeah. come back mm-hmm. as well.
0: And also, it's not just about spending money. You're right to highlight the the issues around the ownership, and we've talked about that quite a lot. Um, but it isn't just about spending money, anyway. Because you, you look at other clubs around the Premier League um, who, who have spent a lot of money over say, the last five years: West Ham, uh, Aston Villa, Wolves, Everton. They've all spent loads of money. Yeah. Are they happy? Mm. None of them are. No. So it's not just about that. It's about getting the balance right, getting yeah. the blend you right. You have to give Hal credit. You do, and you have to. I think Trippy is a, a far, far bigger signer than anyone's talked about. When he first came in, Andy and I remember we we're sat in these very seats talking about the idea that he's there to set the standard, mm-hmm. to, to show what's needed to be done. He's a player who's always worked really hard, treated himself so professionally over the years mm-hmm. uh, in terms of his physical um, preparation and all that good stuff. And he's really set the example for them. And that's obviously part of the reason why he's a really influential oh, I said he should now. go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you are passionate then, about that, weren't you? Yeah, i Pete I'll you. drive. I'll drive him there myself, <laughs> I remember you saying.
5: I should give a mention for Bruno Gomeres as well. He was uh, one of their signs and he was absolutely magnificent. Yeah, he was in my team of the year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Unbelievable. I didn't mind your team of the year. Yeah, I thought it was great. I think people can be cruel. <laughs> I think they
3: can. <laughs> I'm definitely over it.
0: People saying no. Especially I'll at think. Christmas
3: as well. Yeah. I know, eh? It's supposed to be the time of goodwill. I'm just trying to give everybody a game. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what what one that weird do trick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's, my, le- here's my, my best 11 of 2022. People criticized I'm just trying to give everyone a game. They've all paid their subs. <laughs> Oh, dear me. Right. You've got Southampton players in there. Come on. What a, what
3: a goal from Ward Prowse though. Yeah, exactly. And what's the, what, the what, second one?
0: What I
1: was gonna say,
0: yeah. uh, what does it mean? It's a great metaphor for Southampton. It left them about even. Yeah. It?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nearly got Beckham's record in the Premier League. Have yeah. a bit of respect. That's, right. the real, that's the real quiz. Uh Beckham used to play for Manchester United, and that's where we go right now. Wolverhampton Wanderers Nil, Manchester United won. Marcus Rashford. You see what happens when you're well slept? Yeah. you've refreshed yeah. and uh, and and there he is getting the winning goal of course he missed um a team meeting cuz he had a little lie and uh, he was very sorry, wasn't he, on match of the day? He was looking he down was. at his feet. It was, it was. Um,
4: I felt for him. It felt like he'd been told off by the headmaster, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. But the weird thing about this whole situation is that everyone comes out of it really well. Yes. But like, mm. I think his apology seemed heartfelt, mm-hmm. it seemed genuine. It also wasn't enough of a mistake that it's something that's that outrageous. Yeah. Ten Hag gets his authority. Yes. You know, a few players have mentioned, Luke Shaw mentioned, didn't he, that like this mm-hmm. discipline has been a little bit slack Standards. in the past. They've had issues yeah. with, with obviously mm-hmm. Ronaldo recently. And this makes Ten Hag seem like
3: the authority figure that the Man United manager should be. And you also see Ten Hag, you know, putting His arm around Rashford as they walk off the pitch together, yeah. When they've got the three points,
0: the real story was that um, he, he, he punished him because he was fed up of him feeding poor kids. Is that what yeah. it was? And he put, he put his arm around him, he said, That's it, no uh-huh. more feeding poor kids, yeah. no more. Yeah, the wealth, the, wealth stays <laughs>
3: the wealth stays with us at the it top, it trickles down <laughs> into football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stay out of politics, <laughs> stick yeah. to football. Uh-huh. If you score a goal, yes, I'll let you feed 10 poor kids. If, if Rashford
3: scores, if Rashford scores, does does that does the does the wealth trickle down? Is that
0: how <laughs> it works? <laughs> <That> economics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: okay. yeah. Well, do you know what Casemiro, who of course has been very good for Manchester United, said of young Marcus recently? What a spectacular player! I'm going to be very honest with you. I was really surprised with the player Rashford is. Yeah. Now again, it's one of those backhanded compliments. It is. Yeah. It's
0: like saying I didn't think you had it in you, and I really mean that. Yeah. yeah. But
3: he did talk about him off the field. Obviously, he's a tremendous human being and what he's done. All joking aside, with yeah. with with his. No, he's just uh, that politics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, for what could sport.
0: be more political than um, poor kids going hungry? I don't know, Luke. Yeah.
3: I really just yeah. yeah. It's a funny situation at the moment. But you're, you're not just...
0: feeding them. That's just all they're going to soldier in a school uniform. You're not feeding them. <laughs>
3: how dare you do? he's just put was,
0: his shoes on his knees uh, and he's got a school uniform on
3: oh dear me how dare you do the things that we should be doing anyway uh, <laughs> one could argue um, but, but yes Rashford 11 goals in 22 games this season he's been a revelation this season yeah. scored goals at the World Cup of course
5: what a man what a player but it looked like he would really burned out at one well, point it, it was and it was concerning wasn't it It's again it's another thing you have to give a lot of credit to Ten Hag for mm-hmm. he's improved a lot of players mm-hmm. Rashford is definitely one of them I think Luke Shaw is another one there's mm-hmm. several others I think overall Clearly, you know, started to improve. Even when is starting to just show little glimpses as well of the player that he was at Palace. Um, so, so he think,
0: played a football match at the weekend, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, mean, I mean,
5: that's a start. I'm yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, about that. <laughs> Little little icons. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's, it, it continues to be really impressive all across the board with with Ten Hag as well, and mm-hmm. and just going back to the discipline thing as well. He's done it with three different types of players now as well. So he did it with a young player in Garnacho in the summer at the US tour. He mm-hmm. missed yeah. two team meetings, dropped. He was outcasted. Two, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's mm. unacceptable. That's yeah, careless. Yeah. That, that is mm. careless.
5: That really is. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Marcus is still fuming at him for <laughs> that last minute winner at Craven Cottage. Do you right? know, I've forgotten about it. He yeah. threw his arms up in the air. I was like, what the fuck? What's going yeah. on? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: You didn't miss that meeting <laughs> yeah. with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he uh, he did it with Ronaldo, who was obviously the biggest player at the club. Yeah, that, that the was that was out of order actually, because yeah, no, no. Ronaldo has done nothing wrong there
0: well uh,
3: look, he's scored so many goals he can turn up to whatever meeting he wants yeah, yeah
5: carry on
0: stop <laughs> doing the sue Ronaldo <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to
5: get you out of this sue you're late yeah. and he's doing it with Rashford who's a fan favourite local boy and what have you so yeah. he's keeping consistency, consistency across the board there yeah. and I think that's really important well it is yeah and the
3: big news of course coming out of Old Trafford is that Martin Dubravka has been recalled by Newcastle United after going <laughs> to Manchester United on loan for the season are you
0: happy of how he's followed up that really good point you made there uh, yeah. by talking about Martin Dubravka <laughs>
3: I disrespectful joke, can't to, Dave, leave. To, to Davey to Cartley that. <laughs> no, I'll come back to that point, don't worry. But um I just wanted to say that um I'd forgotten he was on loan at yeah, I mean, Yeah,
0: Not one of those pieces of news that comes up an awful lot, Do is you it? You think old Debrav's sort of thinking, I'm missing the good times here. Yeah. No, he's going back to good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going yeah back no, to That's him. what I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's he's going back there. Well, good times wherever he goes. True enough. Yeah. That's his motto, isn't it?
3: True enough. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to your point, David, about the, the discipline and so on, it is true. But of course, they've managed to get rid, and it is a getting rid of Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the finest players in the world. Um, but Rio Ferdinand has defended uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's much criticised move to to Al Nasser in Saudi Arabia, and he compared the move to when Wayne Rooney, Frank Lampard, and Steven Gerrard all went to play in the US, of course, um, and 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 said let a man go and live let a man go and enjoy it i mean
4: immediately jumping in there that sounds like he screamed this from a rooftop (laughs) yeah it doesn't sound the most measured it sounds
3: like he is ronaldo's getting papped by the press paparazzi and all this stuff and he's he's his lover and he's just screaming at them as they're about to get on the plane but uh he also went to say every single country in the world has its issues so america have got less issues than saudi have they yeah Um, Every other player that's gone to less uh, competitive leagues to end their career has been told you've earned the right. It's out of order. Now, I don't think that people are criticising the move to Saudi Arabia because of um, known issues in the country. I think it's basically using Ronaldo's words and his attitudes Against him,
5: no, yeah. of course. And Rios going to say that he's up Ronaldo's ass. Yeah. He, he, yeah. You know, he still wants to be on, on his WhatsApp list and texting. Go, oh, I was texting Ronaldo at the weekend, and he said that. <laughs> he might as well just hold he up. He loves saying hat. that. He always pulls out. He goes, Yeah, I was I was texting Cristiano. I just said, Oh,
0: oh him and well, Michael he... Richards. They make me with Clint Hill look like a <laughs> Look like I'm not a name drop. <laughs> yeah, they're worse than me. How's Clinton? Did
5: you Give wish them some you, stick?
0: Did you wish Clinton
5: a happy New Year? I have spoken to
0: Clint for ages.
5: Oh. But I'm not on a WhatsApp group with him, Dave. Yeah, no. if Ronaldo texted me, I'd leave him one in red. No, I, you wouldn't. I would, I would. One great take. Fuck off. Come, <laughs> honestly. Leave come to Sunderland. Come to Sunderland. <laughs> nah, wouldn't have him. <laughs> Sunderland. No.
0: But, you know, Rio Fernand, I like Rio and He's always been, I, I've met him, I've worked with him, he's a nice man. Yeah. But you might as well hold up a sign saying, I am friends with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. And, and just save us all the bother. Yeah. Because it's not, it's impossible for him to be objective about it. And what we all want. Well,
3: it's, it's not, not impossible. He's just not doing it
0: that's what I'm saying he, he yeah. finds it impossible to be objective right, okay. about it what we all need is, is finally to get some closure at the, about this endless debate <laughs> over who's had the better career Cristiano Ronaldo mm. or Lionel Messi mm. and the last month has done nothing towards helping us with that <laughs> <laughs> so will, it, will the saga finally ever end yeah, because know, Messi goes I'm going to make a move it's like a game of chess I'm going to win the World Cup. Yeah. And Ronaldo goes, Oh, are you? Yeah. I'm going to Al Nasser. And yeah. Messi goes, Damn! Yeah.
3: How again, much, he's fooled me again. How much money are you going to get for winning the World Cup? Because I'm going to get 175 big ones.
0: 200, 200 mil, apparently. Is it 200 million
3: yeah. a season? Ronaldo's getting is, yeah. and, I thought it. Was and isn't is
4: it a season. It's not over the contract. It's a I season. I think once you take into a week, Jim. It's been it's been reported <laughs> that
0: all the commercial deals that come yeah. along with everything right, it adds right. up to around 200 million a year. Yeah. Yeah, how about
3: that? Yeah, um, I think that when you hear that, um, Al Nasser's first match since they signed him, you know, in the seventh minute minute of the match, the fans chanting Ronaldo's name and shouting, See, yeah, he's gone to the part of the world where they completely still revere him. And this whole idea of Ronaldo Messi and so on is, is just not there. I think in European football, you know, what Ronaldo's done in his career is, of course. Like, he's one of the best players to ever have played the game. Mm. There's no question about that. But in, 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 in recent years, you know, even Juventus, towards the end, were a bit like, no, we're not sure actually if he's the right fit for the club and so on. And that's just what happened, just through age and, and yeah. so on and blah, 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 blah. There's no disgrace in that. The disgrace is when Ronaldo starts huffing and puffing, saying, well, this lot aren't good enough for me. Yeah. I'm not going to bother. I'm a Champions League player, blah, blah, blah. And then he signs for um, a Saudi Arabian side. And it's just like, Actually, if you'd had a bit more dignity, everyone would have gone. Good luck to you, mate. Well, yeah, yeah it's, I mean, he—if he'd had the humility of, say, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, <laughs> then he
4: might have. Has um, anyone checked on it, Piers, it Piers Morgan a, <laughs> <Yeah>. I <don't, laughs> yeah. Actually, I will I check on Piers Morgan him. now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think maybe he could have found a role at a club where, if he'd accepted, maybe not playing all the time and stuff, he, he would still be at the at the top level. But it's just—it's not in the personality of him, is it? No, he, it he does need to be front and center, and to to. To, to his credit, he thrives on that, right? Yeah. So, why would you want to change that now? I suppose. Yeah, but no, it was no. interesting seeing his his Instagram post about it. Mm. It, was, it was loads of people just going, "No, it's over. Why have you gone there, <laughs> Messi? The goat, Ronaldo finished all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh
0: god, that's got a sting. What have mm. the Ronaldo fanboys said about it on Twitter?
5: Oh, I think I think that. Are they, defending uh, it? Are they happy with? Well, I it? think I think on? he remembers the Saudis. Followed Al Nasser on Instagram. Let a man go and live. Let a man go and enjoy
3: it. Yeah. Well, I think I think that uh, he may well remember all those Saudi Arabian fans uh, after the victory against Argentina, yeah. saying, "You know, where is Messi? Where is Messi?" Yeah. And he's like, yeah. this is the country for me. Yeah, this is a country." I
0: also, I mean, the thing is, Rio Ferdinand said, "No, oh, let him go and enjoy it." He won't enjoy it. He doesn't enjoy anything. Now, this is the man who posts photos on his Instagram of him standing on a boat with his abs out saying great holiday with the family. The yeah. family aren't even in the photo so he doesn't seem to enjoy an awful lot anyway.
3: Yeah but going to a country whose national team manager is Harvey Renard True. There's a chance you going to Garcia
0: manages the club he's signed for I think. Uh, Rudy Garcia yeah that's right. that's yeah. right. He
3: will also be up front with Big Vinny Abubakar as we
4: know. So. There we go. Whoa, oh, it's course. a lot of fun to be had here
0: actually. Crime fighting duo I've heard one. Davy Ospina's
4: in goal. Yes. Yeah. Davy yeah. Ospina is a pie. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We're all coming around to God, it. Yeah, all Suddenly yeah, it. It all makes sense. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh. <laughs> Charlie, edit this. Great move for Ronaldo. Yeah. Great move for him. Rio's absolutely right. Him and a car up front. Yeah. Do you cool, want to like, Um, Vincent, uh, Vincent, how are you doing? Um, yeah, how much do you do you enjoy the running part of your game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got some great news for you. Yeah. Would you like to double it?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You hate Mo Salah, I hate Messi. Let's <laughs> let's get involved. Yeah. Let's have it. Let's have it.
0: Oh, I bet Mo's not got a wink of sleep not after at all. what Winnie said about him. Absolutely not.
3: By the way, chaps, we're going to finish on this. Speaking of overseas travels. Have you seen what Scott Parker's just done? Yeah. He's taken a job at Club Bruges. Yeah. Champions League, baby. Colin Farrell. He's Colin Farrell. He <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been named as the new boss of, uh, of Club Bruges or Club Club Brugger, as Andy uh, hilariously calls them. That's
0: what David calls them as well, because he's from on the continent. Yeah? I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be more yeah. sensible on that show.
3: The thing is that it's like one of those ones. It's like it's like Moe is meant to be pronounced Moet. Yeah. You just you sound like a fool if you call it Moet. Yeah. And I would think if you call it Club Brugger, it doesn't Bruges yeah. sounds a bit more sexy.
0: Well, Bruges is the is the town, isn't it? It, so, it is the town. And is Scott Parker going to throw some kind of organised criminal off a bell tower? Is that what's going to happen when he's there? Well, given half a chance, I'm delighted he's gone there. He's one of my favourite cities in in the world. Have you been to Bruges, oh, It's been, an amazing man, place. I can absolutely see why you want to go there. And um, obviously, Bruges are a big club. They've played in the Champions League and all the rest of it.
3: They still are. Um, they face Benfica in the in the knockouts in February.
0: Exactly, exactly. So what a great gig for him. Um, presumably, he's frantically wiping off the internet the nine nil defeat to Liverpool, at Bournemouth.
3: <laughs> I think they'll be aware of it, but they're not. They're not bothered. We've all got skeletons in the closet.
0: They're playing the Champions League, though. Yeah.
3: Well, they're twelve. I think they're. What Can't are they? Doing? Doing they they're quite. <laughs> yeah. a, they're quite adrift at um, in terms of uh, the league. I think they might be like twelve so points off the top. What they? you're
0: saying is, uh, if they if they um, if they face up against Benfica in the Champions League in February and they lose nine yeah. 0 they're going to we'll have a second leg. Be fine. <laughs> well, there's a second that, leg to play.
3: But there will be a second leg, factually exactly. speaking. But yeah. I think they'll m- look at his time when uh, he he won the playoffs with with Fulham. Of course, you know he knows what it's like in knockout football. He knows what it's like to win a big final. Who knows?
0: I'd recommend...
3: Will he, there be in Istanbul in, in early June for the final?
0: I recommend he... Could be. I recommend he jumps on a bike, rides up to Zebrugger, <laughs> up to the coast, lovely cycle ride up there, right. cycle line all the way. On the way back down, go through Dama, beautiful little medieval town. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend a boat trip around the canals, okay. around the city. There's loads to do there.
3: You're just reminiscing about your holiday. Yeah. What else did you Try do? Try and
0: squeeze some work in, Scott. <laughs> but don't feel obliged is what I would say right okay waffles chocolate beer yes mussels Uh it's all sorts to do rude to to locals
3: (laughs) yeah
0: where's that come from (laughs) your trip we're reminiscing about (laughs) (laughs) I I told you already that was my wife
3: (laughs) (laughs) right then there we are well done Scott Parker we wish him well We wish him well. Who wouldn't wish wish him well, Jim? Yeah, only a stone-hearted fool. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, Okay, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the football ramble part of the Acast Creator Network. Uh, Yes, once again, happy new year, everybody. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll be back very, very soon. Until then, thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you.
5: Thank you, Davy Cartledge. Thank you, Mikey Speller. Thank you, Jimmy Campbell. (laughs) You're very welcome.
3: See you soon,
0: everybody. I was going to say was if you want it if you want to imply that I'm a paedophile you say it
6: the football ramble
1: is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time